That was your wonderful intro. Please, no. By Vicky. Don't make that the intro. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. That was not a good story. It was a, it's a, that that story, should be the intro. That's no. Like, no, don't use that as the intro. <laughs> Thank you, Vicky, for that wonderful intro. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is Bite Me Podcast episode 147. Brought that to is, you by BiteMePodcast.com. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. We sponsor ourselves. Uh, we're the only people that put money into this podcast, let's be honest. So. Uh, what about all your beautiful patrons? All of our beautiful patrons. Right. I would never forget them. Mm-hmm. We'd take their money and put it into this podcast, theoretically. <laughs> um, episode 147, that is only four away from 150, which should be an extravaganza of some sort. I don't know what. Yeah. yeah. A bite-stravaganza. What? A bite-stravaganza. Oh, that's a great name. It's terrible. But go with to it. go on a quick tangent to start this podcast <laughs> right, Vinny cracks me up every time I play games with him and he's streaming at the same time because he always plugs me multiple times to the episode as Dylan from BiteMePodcast.com. <laughs> it's, to me, it is the funniest thing. To everyone else, it might not be funny at all. I think it's hilarious, and I laugh every time. Yeah, that, and he cracks me up because, like, his I think it's his niece that he has around a lot. Yeah, um, she'll come in and ask who he's playing with or whatever, mm. or even even if he's not streaming, like someone will right. ask, and he's like, "Oh, it's Dylan from BiteMePodcast.com. <laughs> what a plug! It's, and it, it it's the funniest thing to me. I just I can't. It's a real I hero. can't help it. It is it's hilarious. Well, shout out to Vinny at yeah. twitch.tv slash devinster.com. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam's still not here. I don't know if he's in Australia anymore. I know he started flying yesterday, but it takes like, he's I don't know. He's still on the plane. It takes like three days to get home from Australia he's as far as I know. on a plane for an entire week, never getting off. Yeah. So he's not here this week. And even though, I mean, he's going to be here later this week, but I figure that the first thing he's going to think about after being on an airplane for two weeks is not recording a podcast. So you have Cliff Johnson today. Um, I'm the Dylan. And I'm Adam West's stunt double. Body double. Yep. Uh, West Adam. Also known as Vicky. <laughs> it's, it's Adam's more feminine side. Yeah. <laughs> Personified. Personified. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about news, obviously. Uh, we're going to talk about the Sega Genesis Mini, even though in our notes I wrote the Sega Genesis movie. Um, <laughs> I was really excited, and you just right? tease. It's boring. Uh, we're going to talk about some Minecraft and how many bajillion people are playing that. A cool game called Kind Words, which I think we could all use some more of. Uh, game Awards has announced their air date. I love that. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, classic Dragon Quest games are coming to the Switch. Um, and some Borderlands 3 players are losing their, losing their saved games on PC. So take that, Master Race. Uh, of course, we will also have questions from Mansox, Josh, Turndown for what? Optimus Prime, It's Eddie, Angel Girl, and Vinny. Like, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> so oh Dylan has to be somewhere to have someone look at asbestos in an hour and a half. So we'll hurry real, real, real fast, I guess. We could do it. Are you Speed ready? Speed run. Let's go. Oh, I like it. All right, Dylan, what have you been playing, sir? <gasps> I played Borderlands 3 a little bit. You played Get a Cat from a Bramble. Yeah, I guess that's way more <laughs> exciting, so should I just recount that story? I to think you have to. With? I've heard um, it seven times today already, and I'm still excited. Right. Um, I returned home Saturday night to hopefully play games and Borderlands um, but instead we played a board game and ate dinner and then I was going to go play Borderlands, but back up 7 PM, get home, hear a cat meowing across the street. Think, Oh, it's the neighbor's cat. Go inside, 
eat dinner, play a board game. My friend Tanner leaves at 1030. It is three and a half hours later, and he says, the cat's still meowing. Oh, man. And he leaves, and I'm like, okay, I should probably go outside and see if this cat's still meowing. So I go outside, and the cat is still meowing, but it's not, like, just meowing. It's is like, it, like, wailing? It's like, help! Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's the... It's forming words? It's the distressed cat sound, and then... So, like, okay, let's go check it out. Because across the street is vacant property mm-hmm. that's just trees and blackberry bushes. Okay. Um... And we're like, oh, man, there's a cat in these bushes somewhere, and he's not happy. Right. Must intervene. Um, Must so get cat. flashlights, get big clippers, get hand clippers, and we start. Well, you should have gotten his pants. I should have got pants, but I was like, man, this will be running a around bang up job. On? We'll just get right in there and be like, get the cat out, save the day, right? It was not that at all. Um, so a chain link fence. Had fallen over oh my to lay horizontally like a floor on top of like dead mm-hmm. blackberry bramble and then new blackberries growing up through it. Okay. So it's like you can't move this fence at all. But the cat's definitely under that. Oh man. And the cat can't get out. But then there was one spot that the cat kind of could get out. And then it just actually was a space that led into another like blackberry subfloor ah. crawl space. So... It didn't solve the problem for the cat because the cat couldn't get out of that either. Right. It was basically the same problem. But there was like literally almost 18 inches of space between the layer of blackberries and the ground. Okay. And so you're like walking on literally Bla- a, just, floor just a floor of, of blackberries, oh, which man. was kind of weird. But that's why my legs, for Vicky, look, at, look like oh my this. God. You are... <laughs> You got downright attacked. I was. I can't believe I was you didn't deep. immediately turn down, turn around, and get pants on, dude. Your legs are. Well, messed I up. like. I grew up with a lot of blackberries in my yard, so I'm like, this was not. Dylan's not very smart, Vicky. Yeah. Like I remember playing. This is a tangent in the middle of a story about another story. I remember playing like a game of what is essentially probably tag or something in the backyard, and I was like, I'm not losing, so I ran into the blackberries. And I didn't get tagged. Yeah. So. All right. Because no one else would but do that, But right? who really won? You know? Not him. Oh, I did. <laughs> okay, um, sure. Anyway, to back it up, clipping two hours later of clipping carefully. So it is now 1230. It is 12.30 at night in the rain, dark rain. Oh, my God. Wet, everything. Wait, what day was this? Saturday night. Wasn't it, like, thunderstorming? Or no, that was the day before. That was the day before, Okay. You did dodge But it was still and rainy. And there... We had confirmed that it was, in fact, a real cat and not an invisible cat. Because at some point, I definitely questioned whether that was the case. (laughs) Because I was looking right at its meows, and I could not see it. Was it black? Because, no. It was orange, which is the color of blackberry bramble. So this is, like, invisible cat. But then he had enough room to move around, so the closer you'd get to him, he would move somewhere else. He He had this little loop that he was doing to get away from us. So we eventually, like triangulated his position and slowly moved in and there was this moment where he bounced out and I could see him I'm like that is an orange kitten and I got my hand on him and I lifted him up like Simba I'm like I got him and I am taking him inside don't worry about the blanket right now because I'm not gonna risk handing this cat off right until he is safely in the house and I got him inside and we gave him a bath because he was covered in mud Aww. and fleas and dirt and wetness and everything. And he's the most adorable 
little cat. Is he your cat now? He is my cat now. What's Yay! his name? His name is Gus Gus. And oh my God. He is pretty much the most adorable six week old little orange kitten. Oh my God. He's so tiny. He's very tiny. And that's, he would not have survived out there. There's no, no, no there's no. no way. No, by the, I mean, with the rain and the cold, no. Like, no access to food or anything, mm-hmm. I'm sure, unless he got lucky with a, a little mouse or something. And I don't know if he's really. Old enough. I don't, think I don't, know, if he, yeah. mice, I don't know if he was capable of that. Like he likes to play hard, but I don't think he can really <laughs> take down a even a mouse, a, a little mouse. But um, he is he is something special. I'm gonna show Vicky something so she can react. <laughs> I need to see this. Um, yep. Dylan literally spent almost the entire weekend just sending pictures and videos of his cat to me and Hans. Oh yeah. my god! So gosh. we could look at this cute cat. And yeah, it was this great. is this is him standing <gasps> all oh fours oh god. on a food dish. Oh, he's so cute and tiny. Oh, my God. That cat is so small. And he is 1.58 pounds. We did take him to the vet. He's a healthy little boy. And we did a great job cleaning him up, apparently. And we got him treated for the fleas. And I think this morning I didn't see any more fleas on him. Congratulations so on your healthy baby boy. He is. <laughs> um, moral of the story, I guess, is two things. is like if you don't live in the Pacific Northwest and you don't know what we're talking about when we say blackberry bramble, huh. like... It is like nothing I have ever seen. It, it, I have yet to encounter blackberry bramble. Actually, I've only lived in Seattle for about two and a half years. It's pretty much. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, I haven't gone adventuring into vacant lots. Well, the thing is, it doesn't matter. Anytime you're driving on the freeway, most of the stuff you see on the side of the freeway in the middle oh, of the freeway is blackberry. Stuff. It's, just, it's just the mess yeah. of uh-huh. foliage. Yeah. The worst is like one. It is so hardy. Like you cannot get rid of it unless you dig it out, out yeah. of the ground. You can't yeah. poison your that, way out of blackberry you bramble. Not poison yeah. it. Um, you cut it down, it grows back. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and probably bigger yep. than it did before. And you clip it, and that's fine. It's like I don't care because I'm stuck to everything else. So right. that's why it gets so bad. Is there's like yeah. dead bramble that's right. literally like hooked on other live branches, and that's just, it's just growing out of well, control. And it, it seeds itself. Uh, every single seed it drops, right. and it drops a million of them, will grow a new one. It grows underground, so you oh, can't, man. I mean, you it, literally, to kill it, real. you dig it out of the ground. Yeah, it's the it only is. way to kill so it. So basically, that was like a real battle you fought. It was, I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. Time to make a video game called Save the Cat. From the Blackberry Bush. And you have to save the cat from a Blackberry Bramble. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Dylan played Real Life Cat Quest this yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm still very excited about Cat Quest 2. Did you play any other games? You played a little bit of Borderlands. I played a little bit of Borderlands. I, I want to play it more. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, the user interface is a little challenging, mm-hmm. I felt, to get... Because there's a lot of menus that you do use, mm-hmm. being map and inventory and trying to compare weapons in your inventory, which mm-hmm. I, that was the hardest thing for me to kind of figure out. And I think... Is it I've, similar to Borderlands 2? I haven't played it yet. I mean, it's similar, but I don't know if they tried to change something and now it's more complicated because there, maybe there's more information. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't quite know. Yeah. I'll talk about Borderlands for a second. Okay. Um, I played Borderlands 1 probably four years ago, and I've played... Borderlands 2 on and off a couple times, mm-hmm. and my overall thoughts about it is if you liked 1 and 2, you will like 3. Um, okay, great. It is exactly the same. Yes. Um, that's all I wanted. It's exactly the same. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, I, I'm enjoying it. I've been playing it um, in co-op with my brother and my kid Carter. Um, the, the new 
people that you can play as. So I'm playing as the girl who has a giant mech robot thing that she can yeah, go most. inside of. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother and Carter are both playing as the guy who has a, he's a robot, I think, and he has a Black. pet dog. Mm-hmm. For the person Master. who's not played this, she really knows a oh, lot about it. Oh, I know a lot about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that's actually kind of a problem. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on on the screen when you're playing it co-op mm-hmm. um, to the point of where I often shoot their dogs because I think Oops. they're bad guys. Um, I did that but, a lot. But I, I often shoot finish. them because I think they're bad guys. I don't think it does a very good job of yeah. showing you yeah, who who's... is what. Yeah. Um, the guns feel kind of, they feel very different, which is nice, but oh. they don't feel great. Um, my brother keeps saying, like, don't you remember Borderlands 2? Like, the guns feel terrible at the start. And I'm like, whatever, oh. the guns feel terrible, so hopefully they get better. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really hard to tell kind of at a glance what guns are better. I think I got kind of used to Destiny where I could go, like, oh, this light level is this, and this gun has a light level four better than this, so right. it's probably better. And maybe you have to do a little bit of comparing, but you're getting so many guns that it's really That's- hard to compare, yeah. but also every gun has a bunch of modifiers, so it's even harder to compare. That's what I was afraid. When they said, like, we have one billion guns, yeah. I was like, oh, God, how right. am I going to pick which ones I'm going to use? Like, I, uh. I do kind of like the figuring out which weapon is better, but right. I would love it if they added, like, a grade that said, yeah. like, oh. this is, like, an 89 out of whatever, or just a rough value of this mm-hmm. gun is stronger than this one. Yeah. So if I have, like, six pistols, I can probably get rid of three of them right, right. away because they're trash. And you can kind of do that because they have like uncommons right. and commons yeah, yeah. and, and that's kind of what I whatever, did was but... like commons I just don't even bother. Yeah. But it would be nice to get a general overview of like this gun is pretty good. Okay, yeah. I'll check out that gun. Right. But I, th- I think the other problem with Borderlands is it doesn't have that um like like take a Destiny or take a the Division. Both of those games have a set kind of down place where you're going to go like okay, I've finished this mission. I'm going to look at my stuff. I'm going to see all the stuff I got, and I'm going to make decisions about it. And it might take me five or ten minutes to kind mm-hmm. of look through all my stuff to figure out what I want to keep and what mm-hmm. I don't and make those comparisons. And Borderlands doesn't have that. Like, you literally have to go like, okay, everybody, yep. stop doing things. Right. Um, and on top of that, it's very, like, go here, do this. And if you don't keep up with the other people you're playing with, oh, they'll gosh. go here, do this, and you get there and go like, okay, what are we doing? They're like, no, we did this. We're going to do go here, do this other That's thing. That's the chronic problem with Borderlands is that if your friends get ahead of you, then you yeah. either catch up or you're not playing with them anymore. Right. Yeah, like, and I just, I don't know. After playing a lot of other big multiplayer game-as-a-service games, this mm-hmm. feels kind of kind of weird. And it's not bad weird necessarily. It's just... I wish it was different. Yeah. Um, right. I, I got kind of used to that hub and spoke model of right. you mm-hmm. come back here and then you go do this and then you come back right. and then you go here and do this. And even though you return a lot of places to a base. Um, I think Borderlands 1 was the most hub and spoke. Yeah. It just doesn't feel that way. And right. Like, but on top of that, it looks good. It's fun to play. The missions have been enjoyable. The characters are enjoyable. I will, like, I, I, this is probably more me than anybody else, but, like, the humor of Borderlands as I'm getting older, is starting to kind of wear thin. Um, I get that. You've heard I, all the jokes for me, before. I I adore it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's to me like it's it's you can have not ev- not every person in that universe needs to be a wise cracking joke person. That's like true. I I yeah. love claptrap. Claptrap is great. He's one right. of my favorite characters, and he's stupid and he's funny and he's whatever. But now in this new one, you've got Ellie, and she's kind of like your... Oh, yeah. She's kind of your... She's, she's a lot like Scooter, so... She's funny, but she's like a little bit profane and a little right. bit edgy and adult, and, yeah. you know, she's your, 
you know, whatever. And then it just seems like everybody in that game needs to be cracking a one-liner constantly. And some of them are very funny, and some of them just aren't. I just wish there was... In Borderlands 2, you had Roland. Yeah. Who was a serious yeah, character. Yeah, and that that was like your break from the jokes. Yeah. Like, oh, there's like real serious things happening and yeah. stakes. And so, yeah, that's true. I get that. And it's fine. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. We just got to the point where we're going off planet for the first time. And it's been enjoyable. But I don't know. It's it feels a little it feels a little derivative of what we had. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it grew at all. Right. Um, it's just more of the same, which. Honestly, I think that's what a lot of people wanted. Right. I think a lot of people just wanted. I am one of them. Yeah, I'm, and I think that's I just right. wanted more of what there already was. And I think that's so. great. And I don't have any problem with that. And I'm and I'm. It's a game I'm going to beat. I right. mean, I know I'm going to beat. You'll it. play through it. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. And it, I compared it to what I think the new Super Smash Bros. is. Mm-hmm. It's bigger and just refined. They've taken right. every iteration of the game and they've refined it to be the best version of that game. The only problem with that is if you've played the game a lot yeah. before, you might just be fatigued and be like. I've already yeah. kind of done this. And I'll be honest, I wish it was a little bit more refined. Um, yeah. Yeah, I th- there's definitely things I think they could have learned along the way that they didn't, even and, though the game itself is probably more polished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that a patch fixes the, like, setting screens, I don't know, I, uh, inventory screen kind of stuff, because they're really slow. Yeah. Like, to load uh, up your skill tree is, like, Hey, go to my skill tree. And then I go, is it broken? <laughs> oh, good. It loaded in. <laughs> it's it's not great. I'm playing on Xbox One X, so like that should not be a, a, a setting screen should not load right. that badly. So right. we'll see. I, I think I mean, I think we're all just barely touching on it. I'm right. probably three or four hours in. I think you're like one or two hours yeah. in. Yeah. So I do think I might play it more solo though, just because I it helps the pacing where yeah. like right, I get yeah. some stuff and I can spend time looking through it and not necessarily need right. to push forward. Cause I think that's, it's weird because borderlands, especially I think even more than those other games, because it's like literally about the loot. Yep. Yeah. That it doesn't really build in that time to, to do to that. To go look at your loot. Yeah. Be like, Hey Vinny, you want to stop playing for a second so we can look at our stuff? Uh-huh. And then you end up forgetting about the stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then I also think on top of that, it's like, why do I start the game with 16 spots on my backpack? Yeah. Yep. Why do I only have two weapon slots? Yep. Right. It's like, if anything, just let me have 80 backpack right. slots and give me all four weapon slots already and you've kind of solved the early game problem already. That's the I hardest think, part of starting. I think the... the Early game in Borderlands could really benefit from just getting a kick in the butt and just saying, mm-hmm. okay, you're already three hours into this game. Right. You don't need to do this part because the game's ultimately about this. And I, I already kind of know what I'm doing. Let's just right. let me be here. Yeah. And I 100% should never run out of ammo. And I've run out of ammo multiple yeah. times. Like, I, mm-hmm. in a game that is 100% about there being a million guns and getting to shoot a million guns, I should never run out of ammo. And, I mean, there's ammo chests all over the places, but stuff's very bullet spongy. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think the guns feel very accurate, Um, and so you're kind of spraying a lot. I should always have ammo. And, I mean, part of that is my play style, too. Like, I am a shoot-at-things. But that would 
also help if you just had four weapons too, yeah. right? Because yeah. you would be like, oh, I'm out of this one. I'll switch to this one. Because uh, then right. by the time you get, you swap your weapons a few times, then you'll get more ammo. Probably. Well, and sometimes yeah. like so, if you're not paying attention, you can have two guns that shoot the same ammo, right? And then you're screwed. Right. Oh yeah, you know that you do have to pay. You have yeah. to pay attention to what you're yeah. using in that game. And I just don't want to. Right. You know, in a game that like, is so irreverent, in a game that is so goofy and silly and just about like hyper violence yeah to have to be serious about ammo tracking is dumb Mm, Um, you're right i actually agree anyway i also played some more just cause 4 which i am really actually kind of getting into like that game had a slow burn um it's a little repetitive but once you get better with the the tools they give you i'm having a good time with it i kind of figure out how you progress in it so it feels a little less horrifyingly open-worldy. Um, I'll probably beat it. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but it's fun. And I jumped back into Night in the Woods, which I would not mention because everyone who wants to play Night in the Woods has probably already played it. But I did it on my iPad, which is really cool. So oh. not, But I didn't buy it on my iPad. I, so I, um, you streamed up, it. I streamed it. So I upgraded my iPad uh-huh. to iOS 13 beta. Um, and then finally got an Xbox controller hooked up to it, which has been kind of an ongoing problem. (laughs) And then you can connect your iPad to your Steam account and stream it from my PC downstairs. So I can sit in bed and stream Night in the Woods to my iPad in bed playing with an Xbox controller. This sounds a little bit like the concept of the Steam Link. It is. That's actually the name of the app. It is the Steam Link app. Oh, it's the Steam Link app. Yeah. Okay, sweet. It it has not existed on iOS in that a way that you can play it with a controller. So right. it's existed for a while, but the they game that on screen controller. Right. Yeah. Are, that was actually pretty nifty, but not I don't like for those. I don't think anybody likes not those. for yeah, any yeah. Real serious play. Yeah, I know. But yeah, being able to do it with an Xbox controller was just awesome. And I think you can do it with a PS4 controller and I think a, a Switch Pro controller as well. You just so, need the Bluetooth ones, right? Yeah, like you just need to, they need to be Bluetooth Xbox controllers. and you have to be running the beta version of iOS 13, which is, I don't know if that's widely available or not. I have it because I have a developer account, but yeah. it'll launch whenever the new iPads launch, I think. So in the next couple weeks. So Sweet. yeah, it's it was a great way to do it. I will actually probably do it a lot more now. And like, I'm not going to be playing crazy first-person shooters on it, but a game that's like the pace of Night in the Woods worked fine, absolutely right. fine. So, And by the way, side note, for anybody who hasn't played Night in the Woods, highly, highly recommend it. It's a phenomenal narrative game. It's, it's very really good. Wonderful. Just, just don't look into the news about it for like the last three weeks. It was kind of messy. <laughs> yeah, uh, skip that part. Yeah, just, skip uh, that part. Just play the game. It's Scott fun. Benson's a great guy, though. Yes. So. Yeah, play Night in the Woods. It's very good. Well, speaking of uh, mobile games, I've, I've had a very, very, very busy week, but <laughs> um, so I haven't had a chance to actually sit down at my computer, I think, at all, but my uh, my favorite ongoing game that I've been playing for the last about month or so is uh, Pokemon Go, which I picked up again after 2016. I like played it for three months yeah, yeah. when it came out, dropped it, did not touch it again, and then now I'm playing it every single day, having a ton of fun with it, and I'm really appreciating having a video game that's solely on my phone. I think it's cool. Because... Now it's like an opportunity for me to still be interacting with games, even though I don't, I'm constantly on the go. And so, I don't know, just a quick little shout out no, to Pokemon Go awesome. for still existing. On the Pokemon Go. So I have a question. Is the plural of Pokemon, Pokemon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Multiple How? Pokemon. It's like Lego. You have many Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Legos. There's no Legos. There are Legos. Legos is not a thing. Yes, it is. They are Lego. Mm-mm. It's true. It is true. <laughs> it's true. But Legos people say Legos. I know, but it's but not. People don't it's say Pokemon. It's incorrect. The, except the when Lego kidding. people are very 
it's very it's protective. Is this a heated that. argument oh, yeah. in the no, Lego I mean, community? And they are they are Lego. They are not Legos. They it's are Lego much, bricks. Right. It's not oh, much of an me. argument. Yeah. It's like it is Lego, and they are bricks. Like okay. that's just what it is. So. All right, this is like there, there really no serious. Pokemans. Well, anyway, yeah. So, how many Pokemon do you have? Um. Oh, at, I mean, no, I'm trying, <laughs> but um, at the moment, I think I have something like 250, which that's not as many of as I've unlocked in my Pokedex. That's just how many I have with me right now. So. I love. No, I'm trying. It's more than <laughs> I'm working on it. Were. It's yeah. <laughs> there are boy, there are a lot of Pokemon in that game yeah. now. There's like. A lot. I don't think I would journey <laughs> on that quest to catch Just them like all anymore. Five hundred or something. At once, it was reasonable. I never did it. No. But now they're the- also making ice cream cones into Pokemon, and I'm like, I don't what? really need a vanilla. Oh, X. right. They're getting very. Um, <laughs> they're I'm, out of ideas. Yeah, they're they're just figuring out ways. They're kind of like, Pokemon. what other way can we make a bird Pokemon that really doesn't care. look exactly like the other one? I'll be honest, I love the wackadoo Pokemon way more than I love. There are some yeah. wackadoo Pokemon. Yeah, I think they're great. I think it's absolutely I don't great. really care about like, ooh, the new Pokemon or whatever like that. I'm just like, I'm proud of myself because now I know what a Turtwig is. Like, I did not know that two it's months a poop ago. Put on your head. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Good job. Is it really? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little turtle. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is with Pokemon, you never you don't know. know. I know yeah. it's true. <laughs> it's uh, but anyway, yeah. So it's a it's chill game, and I'm I'm accidentally learning a ton about Pokemon. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Have you seen Detective Pikachu yet? I watched it on the plane. It's so good, right? It was adorable. Love I was like, movie. I'm prepared for this movie to kind of suck. Yeah. No. And I'm not saying that it was like an amazing movie, but dang, was it really cute. It's, it's super better cute. than it really needed to be. I agree. And I yeah. That's why it was good. And that, the twist at the end? Good. Oh boy, it really got me. I did not expect that one. Yeah. I had I mean, a lot of theories going You said you saw it coming. In. I did not see it coming. Yeah, I saw it coming. Yeah. I, did, I did not. I, did I just, I, I felt it was really the only... It was really the only thing that could have happened. Yeah. It's probably the only reason I. I'm glad I didn't see it coming. Yeah. It was it really was fun coming, to actually be surprised by a movie. I, I would say that that is arguably the yeah. best video game movie ever made. It, yeah, I mean, well, probably, that's um, yeah. unfortunately almost every other video game it's movie has objectively <laughs> sucked. Yeah, so it did, bar was very low to start with. True, but yeah. All right, Dylan, what are we doing? News. Excellent. Um, first up, uh, the Sega Genesis Mini, not movie, is releasing this month, and it looks really good. It's actually been getting super, super great reviews out of the gate. So, um, is this anything that interests you guys, a, a little teeny Sega Genesis? Yeah, well, the Sega Genesis um, predates my gaming career a little bit. You're, that's true. So, I mean, let's be frank, the Nintendo 64 predates your gaming yes, career. Yes, it does. My, I mean, I... <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't really play it. I'd say the PS2 is where I got to start. And so um, anything before that, not so much. But I'm still really interested in retro games. So this is a fun exploration back into that. I'm yeah. excited that these things get to come out again. And it's like I get to kind of experience like, ooh, Sega Genesis. Yeah, it's cool. It I'm comes out uh, September 19th. So, I mean, that's, I think, the day this podcast goes live or maybe the day after. Yeah, so September 19th is Thursday. So, yeah, so if you're listening to this on release day, the uh, Sega Genesis was out today, which is cool. Um, it's 80 bucks, um, and you get two controllers, which is nice. Um, they're the three-button controllers, not the six-button controllers, but mm-hmm. those are available for purchase if that's your thing. Um, and it also comes with an AC adapter, which is really nice because both, I think the mm-hmm. the NES and the SNES Mini and the PlayStation Mini did not. They just came with a USB cord, and you had to, like, supply your own Oof. Wall wart, which is fine. I mean, everyone has a million of those things, but still obnoxious. Except me. I do not. Really? Yeah, I would just come to you. Just like, help. Do you oh. have one of these? <laughs> well, I do. Cool. Um, but it also comes with 42 games. Do you think that's a, 
a valuable thing to list off? So, well, yeah. All 42 of the games? Oh, maybe not all of them, but how about some of the highlights? For instance, Castlevania. Echo the Dolphin. I do not know what that is. That's but it because you're awesome. very young. Yeah, Dr. Sonic the Hedgehog Bo- one and two and two. <laughs> Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is very fun. Toe Jam and Earl, which is incredible. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog Altered Beast is great. Earthworm Mega Man Jim the Wily is great. Wars. Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse is actually a, a really cool. Only because that game's hard to get these days. Mm-hmm. That game is backwards compatible on the Xbox, but they pulled it out of the store. So unless you own it, you can't get it again. Um, Streets of Rage 2 is cool. Let's see. Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2, which is going to be really hard to play unless you buy a six-button controller, yeah. though, unfortunately. <laughs> Sonic Spinball is great. Fantasy Star 4 is great. Um, Ghouls and Ghosts. Golden Axe, which is one of my favorite games. That game, will, if you've never beaten that game before, you'll be shocked at how short it is when you can play it with Infinite Continues because it's like a 15-minute game. Uh, Tetris, which is cool because it has never actually been released in the United States. The Genesis version of Tetris was only released huh. in Japan. Um, let's see. I had another note about another game. Uh, uh, Monster World 4, which also never came to the United States. And then there, there's also a port of an arcade game in there called Darius, which has never actually been on the Genesis at all. They just threw it in. Oh, that's which cool. Which is kind of cool. Bonus. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, Kid Chameleon, which is a great. Road Rash 2, which is a game that I kind of wish they would remake for modern consoles. That game was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, Eternal Champions is a great game. Columns is a fun take on Tetris. There's some really good stuff in this. this 40- looks, I mean, I'm reading this, and this is, I mean, for 42 games for 80 bucks, yeah. it's a really very good, I think it's a really good deal. It's a really good deal, and it's being ported by a company called M2, I believe is their name, who is really, really well-known for doing great ports. So uh-huh. I think that that's really important, not just having a company Damn. that, you know, slaps an emulator right. in there. Int. What? Wow. Important. Important. Yes, wow. that, was, that was bad. It was a port pun. It was, it was bad. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's some other cool stuff. Like, in, if you, uh, if you change the... What? Is Bouncers included? Bouncers. No, I do like not see Bouncers. It's a Sega CD game, Sorry, man. I think. It's so much um, favorite, though. If you change the language in, in the thing, you actually will change the which localized version of the game you play, too, oh, which is kind of fun. That, so. they, wow, they've relocalized it, and you can just change it in yeah. the menu. That is very that cool? neat. That yeah. is extremely cool. So I think if you were one of those Genesis kids, um, like I growing up, like I had Phil both. Phil Collins is your dad. And F- Phil Collins is your dad, and they went from being a prog rock band to like a pretty cool pop band. Um Different Genesis. Um, no, but like I had both growing up. I had a, a NES and SNES and a Genesis, and the Genesis had some really cool games that you weren't going to get elsewhere. So This is actually, I think, the first time that I've seen one of these that I've seriously considered buying it, like right off the bat. A lot of the times I sit there and I'm like, do I really, is I, it worth it? But this one, it's like, dang, these games look really cool. And <laughs> the, the interesting thing I, it's about a very Sega reasonable price. is that you didn't like I don't think a lot of people had one or the option to play those games yeah. since then. Right? right. So it's like this one's appealing because you haven't played those games. Right. Really. Exactly. Or you, I you know have I've heard about them here and there. Like I've played Sonic a little bit because my friends had a Sega Genesis. Right. Yeah. I didn't, though. And there's not really you don't have a backwards compatible Sega system. Yeah. So. This looks really cool, and I think I'm going to get it. And I, I think the thing is, is I look at an NES and I look at an SNES classic or the minis, and I go, hey, guys, you have a current generation console that you could literally just release this software on for That's, free without yeah. me having to buy As a they're whole doing other. Now after it's they like a kitschy thing. Consoles. It's like a ooh, novelty item. It's an old thing. Yeah. So. Whereas the Genesis, they there is, is no action, yeah. there is no you know Genesis hardware anymore. So, yes, they could release these just games with an emulator on the Switch. 
but this is the first one I've looked at and gone like, hey, this actually kind of makes sense. Right. So I like, I really, I really like this. This yeah, is exciting. Me too. Um, so I'm going to say two months ago, maybe a month ago, we ragged on, it was in August, so I guess it was last month. We ragged on Roblox a bunch because it's stupid. Um, I played, don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. Have you played Roblox? Nope. Sweet. See, I love the continuing <laughs> fact that no one on this podcast outside of me has ever played Roblox. It's terrible. But they they came out, they're like, we have 100 million active users, which is a huge amount. I mean, is this something like Minecraft? I don't even know what Roblox is. So Roblox is a free to play um, game that's really popular with the kids these days. But like the young wow. kids, the the like, like, like actual kids, tend to... the ones that are becoming adept to play games on a flat oh, yeah. surface. Yeah. Which... Is yeah. Some, yeah, it's big in like probably the eight to twelve year old crowd because it's free. Mm-hmm. But also, the way it works is people can build games in it, um, and oh, then monetize really them. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Like, except they're full of these horrible, like oh, awful free to play mechanics. Like my kid was always asking, "Can I get some Roblox? Robux?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not. I don't want to support this insanity." It is a cool thing for kids to dip their hands, and into. it's made a bunch of like. 16-year-old millionaires because... Oh, God. Yeah. But anyway, a lot of people play it. It's dumb. All right. (laughs) Um, I will not say that about many things, but Roblox is dumb. I saw it once, and I just kind of scratched my head. I didn't... I literally didn't really understand what I was looking at. That's the thing about it is that... Anything you say negative about games, like, oh, it looks terrible. Oh, it's janky as all get out. Oh, it. why is this game... Why why do I have to pay money to go down this slide? I mean, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. Any mechanics that you hate in games are all a fundamental part of Roblox. (laughs) But whatever. It's fine. (laughs) Tell me how you really Yeah, I know. This kind of just like go off, Cliff. (laughs) Anyway, they came out uh, in August and were like, we have like 88 million players or 100 million players. So we actually have more monthly players than Minecraft. Minecraft came out this month and announced that they have 112 million players a month. Those are 112 million active players every month. Minecraft's just like, really? Really? They've gained 20 million (laughs) monthly players in the last 12 months. This game is 10 years old. Minecraft is everywhere right now. Like, the the Twitch community that I'm a part of, everybody's playing Minecraft again right now. It's... Did they do Minecraft something to kind of like invigorate it? What I, I think, if I if I, I have to guess, and I've actually read this a few places, so I'm not making this up in my head, um, is that Twitch and more specifically YouTube recently kind of changed their terms of service. And so that's right. Yeah. And so it was I really hard to stream this. things that weren't extremely popular. Safe. Yeah. Oh, um, so, like, if you have guns in the game you're streaming, you're probably going to get demonetized. Yep. If you have violence in the game you're streaming, you're going to get demonetized. It's, it's heavily impacting a lot of, um, like, family-friendly Content streamers creators, and yeah. stuff like that. And so, and and uh, YouTube video creators, I heard about this, and it, it's, like, it's dangerous. It's dangerous territory. And so, um, this oh. does actually make a lot of sense. Yeah, so they went back to streaming Minecraft because it's there's a huge safe. audience for it. Yeah. And it's very safe. <laughs> What about the high profiles, like streamers? Yeah. Though oh. they're all doing, that? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You this is literally a, just the YouTube has made a very large. This is this is leading into a long conversation. I encourage people to look up what happened, um, because it's it's a really big deal. Interesting, <laughs> but the but the reason is is it's like not even exactly Google's fault. Um, the 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 problem is is it's I see a, what they're attempting to do. Well, what it is is it's a is a wrestling match between. Google as a service provider and the people that pay to put ads on mm-hmm. Google's platform. Right. And so what happened was, especially in the wake of a lot of violent things in the United States, um, 
advertisers are just like, we don't want our brand to be associated mm-hmm. with guns. Our, right. We don't want our brand to be associated with violence. So mm-hmm. we will not advertise on these. And if you don't figure out a way to get rid of them, we're just going to start stop advertising on YouTube. And I mean, it makes sense. Like, I get it. Right. Why, yeah, if yeah. you were, well, you it's know, also for the streaming, the other world. recent, and I'll just like super cliffs notes this. <laughs> um, basically, uh, YouTube just made the so a a big problem that people are having is is like you know some streamer or YouTuber or something will play a game, and they'll say, "Wow, I really love this game. It's super great. Like, I encourage everybody to play it. Whatever." Yeah. That is now being counted as an ad and cannot be monetized because of the fact that you're trying to sell something to kids and so this oh. is this is the risk and so now you have, you have to be super careful that if anybody's even reviewing something saying i'm going to play this game and try it out and tell you about it if it can be misconstrued by a toddler as an endorsement oh. a toddler yeah. as an endorsement then it can no longer be monetized. And so this is very dangerous for a lot of people that do kid-friendly content, but you also have to be really careful about how you interact with whatever you're doing. And so, but people don't want to stop making, now they can't, what, they can't make any family-friendly yeah. content because it will get demonetized. And so there's a really, really weird... It's tough too. It's and weird, they're going the safe route, which is everybody knows Minecraft. Like yeah. Everybody likes Minecraft. We don't have to say, wow, nobody knows this game. Let's try it out. It's just a, we're playing Minecraft yeah. today. Let's do it. I, I think the problem is, is it, and I kind of get it too, especially when you start hearing about how... Um, like the alt right is using YouTube as oh God, a yeah. there's a huge mess yeah around. a breeding ground and a and a place where they're recruiting young kids yeah um by they, like without their knowledge yeah right. and specifically in gaming communities yeah um and I mean, at the same time too like my kid's twelve and he's pretty he's he's a good kid he doesn't watch stuff he's right. not supposed to but I mean like I wouldn't want my kid watching PewDiePie I wouldn't right. want my kid watching a lot of these big streamers that are kind of crappy. Yeah. Um, and so if YouTube, you know, is maybe overstepping in order to prevent that, that might be okay. Mm-hmm. So as much as I hate it, because I do, I I think it's the natural remedy to the problem that like social media and YouTube and like you've given everybody the option to do this mm-hmm. and no one really gets to decide what that is other than like Google, for example, yeah. they can make rules, right? right? But it's not like where you have movie studios that decide what movies they're going to make. Right. And then you have a board of people that tells you kind of what's in that movie and gives it a rating. And then those people say, okay, we're happy with that rating or we're really trying to get right. this rating, right? So you have all these hoops that really weed mm-hmm. out. And as much as maybe that's not the best way either. Yeah, as much as the but, NDAA is kind of <laughs> dumb. Right. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily like ratings, but it, what it does is it, it creates these steps that you really have to hone right. in on. Okay, this is... Who your audience is and treating them appropriately. Right. Saying Joe can go have his YouTube channel and do whatever he wants. Like, I love that idea, but I get where that is a problem. The where that's a danger. Because yeah. anyone can see it. And there's no real way to, to Basically, stop. Basically, there's a so. lot of boundaries that have to get drawn. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. we're we're surging forward in tech. And so uh, the law is just struggling to catch up. Yeah. The law and but. the companies that are creating them are struggling to catch up. I was actually talking to Josh uh, yesterday um, in our Discord he was saying that, uh, I think it was in our Discord, might have been on Twitter, um, that if you want to start a Mixer account now, like, you can't just sign up for a Mixer account. You sign up for a Mixer account and have to watch, like, essentially a video mm-hmm. on, like, the appropriate way to run a Mixer channel. And your channel doesn't go live for 24 hours. So that you can't. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, That's an awesome benchmark. And there's been a lot of talk about Mixer's um, 
terms of service and, and what they do and don't allow you to do in in both lights. Like I think that overall it's positive. Their um their rules around what you can wear on stream mm-hmm. are kind of sexist. Rather st- yes. Um, <laughs> um if you're wondering why I'm not on Mixer yet, that yeah. would be part of it. Yeah. Um like they the the plus side I guess is that they they apply the same rule to men and women. Um, the downside is that that eliminates a huge amount of right. clothing that women can wear a stream. Yeah, so. it's, it's like they're it's specifically yeah, feminine clothing. You like can't wear tank tops <laughs> right. on stream if you are and call it a teen friendly. Maybe it can be a teen friendly. Yeah. Stream but it can't be like family friendly or whatever. Yeah, which is it's okay. My streams aren't family yeah. friendly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I, I think that's the thing is is like I think it overreaches. But if by overreaching you create actual right. family friendly stuff, right. yeah. it's true. And, there's like again, there's yeah. just all these. Right things to consider when you're coming up with this yeah. but, but i like the fact that you can't just create a second account right now and go harass someone that is right. a huge difference yep. it's so important just like just something so small is a 24-hour like holding period before yeah. you go live that's a huge difference and yep. i love that yep. a lot yep. I do too. so what were you gonna anyway. say dylan i was just gonna say it's like it's as much as it sucks like the the men versus women right. kind of rules it's like it's a result of them having to be a little extra conservative as much as I wish mm-hmm. we were past that part in right. our culture where we could kind of just be like, you know, it's kind of okay just to it's fine. A shoulder is actually not to risky. wear clothes. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't really care if you're naked. Like I can, I can look at a naked person and not be bothered it's by it. It's a little it. farther than most of society, right. but <laughs> right. It's, but at some point maybe we're there and like people can just be naked and not be this weird hoopla i don't know i don't mind clothes either i'd honestly rather us be clothed but i don't really care how much it can be a tea leaf i don't really a tea care leaf. A, tea leaf. Um, a tea tea leaf like, not a fig leaf we're mixing it modest, up it's i the guess 21st century well a modest tea leaf maple leaf maybe <laughs> i don't know for, for there, were, there were all sorts of places i could go none of them were appropriate for this yeah. podcast um if you want to see a really good movie about uh the MPAA and how that does and doesn't work. I highly suggest this film is not yet rated. It's very oh, good. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Is, it is pretty wacky. Very but... interesting look into the, the behind yeah. the scenes of that. It is rated NC-17, so keep that in but mind. <laughs> it's actually a rated film. Anyway. The name. This is a good time to talk about, uh, I think, something yeah. more positive. Yeah. So uh, there's a game out, and I heard about it in another gaming Discord I'm in. Um, let me shout out those guys. Uh, it's the uh, Gamer Parent Network. Uh, Discord, they also have a podcast associated with it. It's just a bunch of, like, actual parents that have a Discord that talk about gaming. It's nice. That is very cool. Yeah, I like it. Um, But a bunch of them were playing a game called Kind Words. It's five bucks on Steam, came out yesterday. And literally, this is the, like, emotional support game that I think everybody needs. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing you do is you are in a little one-room house, and you've got, I think, a typewriter, uh, some ability to write letters Mm -hmm. and you can send essentially letters kind of out into the ether and say like hey i'm doing this thing and i'm having a really hard time with it or like i've had a really bad day right and it goes into a queue and people can write letters back to you um saying nice encouraging happy things anonymous pen pals yeah like um but you can also you can also send like direct messages and they're via a paper airplane so (gasps) it's it's, adorable and listening to like it's just got super chill like kind of lo-fi music and the entire idea is that it's a a safe place that you can go in and write letters to people that are encouraging and empathetic. And so far it has not been invaded by terrible people. I was wondering if that Um, has happened yet. It does have a a system where you can 
report you report right. bad people and it sends their letter to the people that are in charge and takes them out of your feed. So hopefully it's kind of self-policing. Mm-hmm. But the idea of just going into a room and writing nice things to other people is very it's interesting. Very attractive it's, to it's me. It's really nice that you can go there and be a you know positive force if you can do that. And then on a day when you're having a bad day, you could just let other people be the positive force right. too. So that's that's actually very lovely. Yeah. It's a little bit more I mean, it's it resembles um, helplines and stuff like that when you need yeah. to talk to somebody, but it eliminates uh, phone anxiety. Yeah. And it feels more like an, a familiar spot for people who mm. play video games. It's just like, this is this is where I'm comfortable. I play video games a lot. This kind of interaction is something I'm used to. And so it feels a lot more right. familiar and safer. And so it's, I like that a lot. It's, kind of, it's like the complete opposite of the fact that people feel empowered by the anonymity uh, yeah. of being terrible on the internet yeah. it's like there's, well now there's be, completely anonymous that we can be just like crazy yeah, you nice can also to be empowered like, in the anonymity to become right. more vulnerable and right. stuff like and, that so that's yeah and look for encouragement it's lovely of, that that exists yeah i like it with without having to reach out to someone right because that can that's be hard, hard that's really right hard. Yeah. To, to reveal that stuff yeah. in that mm-hmm. way. So. I thought it was cool. Again, it's called Kind Words. It's five bucks on Steam. So take a, take a look at that. Po- I will be playing that. Yeah, I think <laughs> I might pick it up too. I've not got it yet, but I think I will. Um, in a very different vein, the Game Awards, um, the video game release commercial mm-hmm. Awards. award ceremony. <laughs> I I don't know. The, you get, you've watched the video game awards before, right? Yeah, mostly bits. Generally, yeah. not so much the whole. Presentation. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never actually watched like. I sit down and watch all like it's. You know what? Can like, we do a watch party? Let's do a watch party. Oh, we should do a watch party. Yeah. I would do that. I'll bring chips. <laughs> I'm in. Cool. No, it's fun. It's like three hours long. It goes on forever. It's and like it's the Oscars, but better. Kind of. Well, it, 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 literally, it is the Oscars, but better. But it also shares a lot of the the. The problem with the Oscars where, like, we're going to announce the game of the year, but we're probably not going to announce voice actor of the year uh, because yes. it's... It, it really is a lot like long. the Oscars. Yeah, it's gone too long. Yeah. It's really long, and it's incredibly commercial. Right. It's way more about video game announcements and video game commercials than it really is the awards. Right. Which is equally fun to... But that's kind of always been the point, right? It's kind yeah. of cheesy. You just lean into the cheese, you know? Yeah, I really, I, I really like it. I watch it every year. And uh, I've really enjoyed it. So it's coming up. It's going to air December 12th. It is the fifth anniversary of the Video Game Awards. Um, first year, I believe it was on Spike TV. So <laughs> if you, under- you understand the pedigree <laughs> a little more of the Video Game Awards. But uh, who's the guy that does it? Jeff Keeley, I think, is his name. Is He's kind of cheesy. He reminds me a little bit of, like, I don't know, Mark Summers for you people that are a little bit older. <laughs> but I, I'm not. Do you, do, you ever see, do, you know, do you know what Double Dare is? Yeah, but or did you ever watch Unwrapped the the TV? Double Dare is dumb, but Unwrapped is a great show. It's a it's literally they talk about how um like different candies are made, different Mm. foods are made. It's fun. It was on the Food Network. And I I just gasped loudly into the microphone because I was looking at this article at the bottom of it. It's got the clip from last year of Sonic Fox accepting the award for best sports player, which I thought was just fantastic i loved it sonic fox is just such a cool guy he like, really is i i still follow on social media i'm still following same. what he does he's an awesome guy he's a great advocate for lgbtq folk and furries yeah and fighting game i love folk. that a freaking gay furry won best esports player a black gay yeah. furry won best esports it's player great. last year i was like yes he's a cool guy <laughs> 
Um, anyway, so Game Awards, watch it. I really recommend it. It's, it's especially good if you watch it on a TV, like big. It's, it's a presentation. So maybe we'll have a watch party. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, have any of you guys ever played Dragon Quest? Like I've the original. I've heard so much about how amazing they are, and I've yet to play one. I've only ever played the first one, but it was very much one of those games that, do you guys ever have those games where you're like, okay, so what I'm going to do is I've, I've got this sword now, but I really want that axe, so I need this much money to build this thing, and so here's my plan of how I'm going to get from here to here, I love and then I'm going to go buy, and that was that game for me, like all sorts of, I'm not a big Just written. mini goals? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I can do this, and then I can do, and it was so much fun, but also I was 10 or 12, so maybe it's not, who knows. Um, anyway, if you're into the Dragon Quest games, they're coming to Switch, which I think is really cool. Um, I'd like to see more games like this come to the Switch. So, uh, they come out September 27th, so not super long from now. That's, like, next Friday, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the original Dragon Quest for 5 bucks. Dragon Quest 2 will be six forty nine, which is a really weird price. And Dragon <laughs> Quest 3 is twelve forty nine. Um. That's it's not bad. I think yeah. I would think all of those would probably be $5 games <laughs> for a game. I think the the new one's coming out the same day, and it's like Dragon yeah. Quest Eleven. Yeah. So I was just, didn't we announce? Yeah, I was like, didn't we just talk about Yeah, Dragon we did Quest talk about that week? last week. You're right. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it seems like paying, what, what does that add up to? Like 25 bucks for three really old games might be a little expensive, but it's like twenty two or something. Yeah. Three dollars um, makes a big difference. Yeah, there you go. If you have a if you have a, a lot of thought about Dragon Quest and you want to play them on the Switch, um I'd love to. This I actually might, sounds really cool. I might I pick up this. the first one for five bucks. Right. Oh um, yeah. Five bucks is a no brainer for they're me. They're probably kinda grindy because they're old RPGs, but you know, it's all right. So it's nice to get some of that sometimes. Sometimes. Good yeah, old yeah. grind. You you don't have a switch though, do you? Oh, that will change very soon. Are you gonna get one of the little ones? No, I mean, I'm still figuring that one out. <laughs> Let I you know. Am. Are you going to get one of the little ones? Yeah. Did you play with it at PAX at all? No. I saw one. I, I really wanted to, but it was hard to get in the Nintendo section. I, yeah, I imagine the lines around there were yeah. insane. Honest, honestly, that's probably the thing I would have waited at PAX for if I wanted to wait for anything. Yeah. Even though I know I'm probably going to get one. But I did look at them for a long time in the cases, and I was like, oh. They look just right. Right. They really do. I uh, I want to, like, hold one at, like, a, a Target or whatever, but I think that that size might be way better for me. They hurt The full-size one hurts my hand a lot when I hold it. It's um, a little awkward. Yeah, it we, seems like it was. it's uh, more suited to being played when it's docked. Yeah. And so this one seems, I mean, obviously, this one's designed to play in your yeah. hands. And so I, I, I'm pretty seriously considering just, just this one because I don't really need the versatility i just want a handheld yeah like, and 200 bucks is a pretty good price like that's very much a like hey maybe oh, i'll yeah. get someone to get me for christmas right. or something yeah. especially if that's going to be your handheld right yeah. like right. you're getting a switch as a handheld Man. this isn't like a ds right where like you're getting you like know, all the it's games a you want to play house <laughs> machine really yeah. like they're they got good games on that's there a that real console aren't just like right. what you generally think of a nintendo game is generally you know the file sizes just aren't as big, yeah. right? So you know that the, that's the difference. But no, they have. I mean, the big, the big games now. Breath of the Wild. Are, yeah, <sighs> yeah, it's good. So I might pick one up too. We'll see. It's not not like a hey, a hundred percent I will, but I kind of yeah. kind of want hmm. to. So well, if I grab one, I'll, I'll bring it in so you guys can Perfect. play around with it. Perfect. Um, finally, if you are a PC player and you are playing Borderlands Three, um, like me, like me. Y'all should be real careful because a lot of folks are reporting um, save files just 
going away. Yeah, that's a big yikes for me. <laughs> right? Yikes. Um, Replaying parts of games because I've lost save files is one of the most infuriating things that I, I ever do. I generally do it. I 100% am. Like, I if will I, drop the game. Same. Because I lost two hours of work. Absolutely so. same. Um, originally, it was people were blaming the Epic Cloud system, mm-hmm. um, but it also looks like people that are saving locally are having the same problems. So um, Dustin Legary from IGN uh, tweeted, yes, or yeah, Borderlands 3 deleted my save. Looks like I'll have to start over. I'm guessing this is a cloud save related. I'm guessing this is cloud save related. PSA, do not turn on cloud saves. But um, uh, later, a user named Elixa on Twitter said, hey, Epic Games logged on today, and I was asked if I wanted to save on the cloud or a physical device, and I chose physical device. I logged in. It was not the same level. I, I was not at the same level I was last night. Is there a solution to this? Many are impacted. But I've seen a couple tweets where people lost seven or eight hours of gameplay. So I, I'm telling you, if I lost seven, eight hours, I would drop the game for months yeah. because I just like don't want to do that again. So I guess if you're playing on PC and this worries you, it doesn't look like there's... Maybe just wait to play it. Yeah, yeah you I might want to hold I, off. When I saw yeah. this on the news, I was like, man, I really want to play Borderlands. It's like, oh, I might just like yeah. wait until they eke out a... Uh, patch a, for that. Yeah, a patch for that one. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, we'll kind of try and keep an eye on this and, and uh, try and update next week if it mm-hmm. gets patched so you can hop back in. But, man, that's that's gross. Yeah, be, oh, my God, seven, eight hours is a right? lot. Long time. I mean, the reality is, the seven or eight hours is the amount of time I usually have to play in a week. So that's exactly that's a week of gaming that that you lost. Yep. So that's mm. yep, exactly. All right, that is news. Um, I guess we should probably do some some as Dylan likes to say, housekeeping. Housekeeping. It's just like that. Um, because I completely forgot. At some point in time, we're supposed to talk about our patrons. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, this is a great time. It's not because I don't love you. Ask questions. It's because it is a great time, right? It's uh, it's not because I don't love you. It's because I didn't put it in the notes, and I'm not as good at this as Adam is. Anyway, our patrons, whom we love dearly, I do love all of you. Operator Jack, who did Adam may or may have may, may not have seen. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Adam I'm has not, not sure. talked to us at all. Yeah, it's he been it's us. been an Adamless day. I do know that Adam got Adam-less a kangaroo day. tattoo, and it's pretty. Did cool. he really? He did. Very cool. I can't wait to That's see That's his it. new thing, I think. He said every time he travels out of the country, oh, he's, he's going to get a tattoo. tattoo. So he got one when he went to Europe, and he got one when he went to Australia. So Can't wait to see it's it. It's cool. It's kind of um, modern. Geometric? Yeah, kind of polygonal. Oh, it's I cool. love those. Yeah, looks real good. Uh, Joe Cole Jr., John Tippins, Megan Phillips, Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Kevin Schold. I need a laptop that's closer or eyes that work better. Yeah, you're squinting a lot over <laughs> I know, there, it's bud. Not, it's not great. Um, one other thing we should talk about just briefly while we're talking about things that are not news, or I'm sorry, or is not questions, is our Extra Life team, which now has $225 uh, towards our $5,000 goal. All that's thanks a to, solid start right? without it's having done anything. <laughs> uh, it has all been earned by Vinny. Um, hey, go Vinny. <laughs> right? Vinny's good people. So we've had another couple people uh, join the team since last week. Who, who's, who's on our roster now? Oh, $245. Ooh, I forgot uh, Hans donated 25 bucks too. So hey. uh, Vinny's out there. We got Hans joined up. We have Annie. We have myself. Um, we have Jake uh, S. because I can't say his last name. I will be joining immediately after Kevin this podcast. Kevin Schold. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll have Vicky. Yep. Um, like we said, we are going to have a lot of fun uh I know that Mansox is going to do, uh, Hans is going to do his uh, early in the month. I think his is going to be an October day. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that impacts any of us necessarily, but maybe we'll get on and play a little bit of something, something. Yeah. Um, and then game day is November 12th and, th- or November 2nd and 3rd. So 
get ready, join our team, or uh, slide us 25 bucks. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, just a... Actually, it's cool. Benefits uh, a bunch of local Children Miracle Network hospitals. So. Oh, man. And I went, by the way, uh, I haven't talked about this on this podcast, but Cliff and Dylan and Adam know that I went to a meeting yeah. of uh, local ex- Extra Life here in Seattle. And, uh, and one of the things that they, not only did they explain sort of what ex- Extra Life is, but most of us had done it before, it was uh, a lot about what kind of impact it has not only on the hospitals, but to the kids specifically, and the differences it makes are are amazing. I cried in the meeting, oh. so like, uh, will I highly encourage people to uh, to participate? It makes you feel really nice inside, and you know you made a huge difference uh, to a bunch of kids, really improving their life. And so. to be honest, like it's now is the best time to join um, mm-hmm. because you can just start spamming it on your social media if oh, you yeah. do Facebook and Twitter, and it's not that hard to get three or four friends that are willing to slide you 20 bucks. Um, or just five. Or five. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you can do a monthly donation where you can just donate like a dollar a month for 12 months, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, you won't even notice pledge, that. Yeah. But uh, if, if you want to join, it's great for the, the, the team, it's great for, for you, and it's great for the kids. Um, and, you know, every, every dollar. And not just the kids, but the families. This yep. makes an enormous impact on just, like, so, so many people that you have, have not even mm-hmm. thought about. And so Yeah, just, it's cool. Yeah, it's wonderful. I'm a big fan. All right, on to questions. First one is, of course, from... Hey, yo, Benny. Great job. Yeah, it was great. Yes, questions? <laughs> He does have. He only has one question, actually, and his question is: What big game and/or games is slash r I guess coming out within the next couple of years that the majority are super hyped for that you have little to no interest in? For me, it's Animal Crossing. He's only seen stuff from E3 and Nintendo Direct, but I don't see the appeal. Um, Animal Crossing is great, Vinny, and you are wrong. That I is fine. Very excited <laughs> for Animal Crossing. I have never played Animal Crossing, but I'm excited for it. Yeah, if you've played Stardew, if you've played... I, I adore yeah, Stardew, and yeah. so I would probably love Animal Crossing. They're not just, forever. It's yeah, probably played. exactly the game yeah. you love. Oh, my God. I started it is. <laughs> playing... I did pick up New Leaf on the 3DS and played it a little bit to kind of just see what it was about. Right. Was, I, I get it. And, <laughs> you get it. <laughs> but exactly what I want is coming true, and that's just, like, them to spruce up the visuals and put it on the Switch. Like, yeah. that's exactly what I want. And it looks like they do, even some of the stuff they were showing off, like, I get, like, they're kind of huge little changes and tweaks that will make it just that much better. Love it. Um, what, what game are you super excited about? Or not, not super excited, excited about, about that other people are. Uh, well, I would just say it's like, man, name a Call of Duty game. <laughs> Gears of War. Uh, sorry, no offense, guys. Um, <laughs> you, no, no, I don't know anything about Gears, and so I'm not, I'm not excited for it because I don't. Do you own an Xbox? No. Mm, never mind that. So, uh, oh, you own a PC. Yeah. I do. I could play them, and probably after I play them, then I'll be we like, could, whoa. We could Gears. co-op it. I think you'd like it. There you I go. really like Gears but, of War. Uh, Call of Duty. Anytime there's a Call of Duty game coming out, I'm like, okay, okay, like, I'm kind of curious what they do with the Modern Warfare reboot because that it was the last days of the good Call of Duties, as I like to ah, think of it. My little brother loves them, but I yeah. that's like me and my brother share most of our gaming interests, but that's the one where I'm just like, I just don't care, and he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm the same though. Like I love the campaigns for them. But not enough to actually buy the game. Like I wait until they get like dirt cheap, and then I pay fifteen bucks for them and just play the I campaign. Don't even do and that. Throw it away. I'll only take so. it if it's free. Yeah, <laughs> if it's yeah. like on a or like jam. a part of a humble or humble bundle yep. or something. Yep. How about you, Dylan? Uh, 
want me to skip you? What do you think? <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. That's yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was thinking, and I forgot. Like, yes, it's the anything Final Fantasy generally. Oh yeah, I don't really care about. It's Final just Fantasy. I don't. I don't get it. I I've never played Final Fantasy either. See, maybe I, I would like it, but I, JRPGs aren't really my thing. I loved Final Fantasy VI, but I don't think I'd still love it if I yeah. played it now. I mean, I've gone back and played it now, and it's not really my thing anymore. It was anymore. a moment in time. Yeah, um, it was a big moment in time for me. Um, Final Fantasy VII. At first, I was kind of excited about it because it's not a turn-based um, JRPG anymore. It's it's like a mix of. Did you ever play? Oh, what's that? Bioware Dragons Dragon Age. Age? Yeah. yeah, where it's like real time but possible. Right, kind of like Kotor. Yeah, and that's how that's how this is supposed to be now. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And then they're like, yeah. And for the first drop of this, it's going to be three Blu-ray discs, and it only gives you like the first you know, city of content. I'm like, wait, you've been working on this game oh for God. 13 years <laughs> and I get three Blu-ray discs and yeah. like the first 20 hours of the game. And there's how many of these? I know. <laughs> like I was just out. Yeah. I can't imagine. I assume there's going to be massive amounts of, of cut scenes to watch. And I, I don't know. I'm just not, yeah. I didn't really like Final Fantasy VII the first time, and this sounds like a worse version of it. So, If you really love Final Fantasy, this must be just a dream come true. Oh, I'm sure it is. But if you yeah. don't, then yeah. it's just like the thing that gets you to completely stop playing Final yeah. Fantasy. I like the idea of that like just massive overhaul of an old classic yeah. game. Yeah, it's a fun idea. But if it was the right game for me, uh, World of Warcraft. <laughs> if it takes you that long. That was actually the opposite, I Vicky. I mean, yeah, I take it right back to where it used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. But point being, it's just like, oh my gosh. See, this I, game that I loved I wanted so much. to do the major overhaul to War, World of Warcraft and make it look like a modern game. Do the old classic version, but look. However they do it, even if it's the new version, but just do a huge graphic overhaul. Yeah. Because, like, some of this new stuff that would does make a huge... look good, but just imagine that game. I can't. You know, that looks good. Yeah. Like, yeah. objectively good. Like, you can like gorgeous. be nostalgic for, like, the way World of Warcraft looks. And it does a good job at... I don't really care whether do... it looks like it did when it and was I mean, 2005. Even yeah. if it looks like Breath of the Wild. I know. I was just thinking, right. I was like, man, yeah. if I played a World of Warcraft version that, that looked War... like Breath of the Wild, I would cry. Yeah. <laughs> then the Warcraft style is kind of... Right. Not Breath of the Wild, but like that, yeah. where it's, it has a little bit of cartooniness yeah, to it, yeah, and it yeah. could play on that, and I think make something that looks significantly better than what it does. And when they did that, like the character mm-hmm. update, where they made all the characters look better, oh yeah, like it does. It, it made it a is a big difference. Yeah, it's a huge difference. But I think there's another step, and making the worlds a little more interesting yeah. looking. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, Final Fantasy VII, not for me. Um, I'm beginning to think Death Stranding might be that game too. I <laughs> am so like I'm not you hyped two are, for like, it, over but it. I think I, I think it's my favorite thing. I, yeah, see now that's I don't whether am I going to buy the game? Probably not. But boy, am I going to pay attention to everybody who is? Oh, I'm <laughs> going to buy it out of principle because I love it. I, I love everything so about it. I think I, I think it's my favorite meme. It I don't is, think it's my favorite game. But I think that's part yeah. of I think that's part of why I like it is like. It's a game built in, building hype over not Almost nothing, not the game, and right. I think that's awesome. It's I, hilarious. It, it's it is one auteur's vision of something that I don't even know what it is yet, and I love that. Yeah, it, there's an air of mystery around it that is so um, rare and and it's in gaming. I become think become this like 
thing out of nothing. I don't. What? Yeah. I, <sighs> and that's what I love. And I, I will man. buy it. I support it. I I'm support. super happy that it's being made. It's just such a strange, bizarre like item in the world of gaming. I love so. the performance art of it is part of the experience yeah. Yeah. and the it hype is, that's around it. it is it's also, the greatest thing to happen to video games, I think, recently. <laughs> it's like, words. Absolutely not the best thing to happen. Like I feel like I'm starting to get bored and now I have this. It is awesome. Just wait until the market gets yeah. flooded with strand likes. You'll I love it. Know. Oh boy. Um anywho. Uh, next up, Angel Girl wants to know a villain that you agreed with. This is such a good question. Don't say Bowser, because kidnapping is not okay. You just oh, wait, wanted what? love. Or pr- princess you just nothing. wanted love. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse, I think. <laughs> kidnapping anyway, for... I don't actually agree with Bowser. Oh. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> um, I want to hear what you guys say first. I will say, so... This doesn't okay. say gaming villain, by the way. It, does uh, it not would be say, cool if you went gaming, but just a villain. I'm not going to say that I necessarily, necessarily agreed with um, whoever the bad guy is in The Division, but I'm not actively sure I was the good guy in that game. That's a fun discovery <laughs> yeah. to make. It, uh, is that like uh, Shadow of the Colossus? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, hmm. which I haven't played, but dang, everybody tells me you I are not too. the good guy in that game. That's, yeah, that's the other thing I've yeah. heard. It's just like as you play, you realize that you aren't the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, the division and the division two are like you play like the gun of a like totalitarian regime. Um, uh, yes. You are, you are the government putting down an insurrection. And, the the interesting thing is the game really never tells you that directly and and in fact Ubisoft very much made a very fine point to say oh no this game's not political at all I'm like are you sure because hmm. you know <laughs> yeah we're we're helping stop this thing but at the same time we're doing it just by killing a bunch of other Americans it did not always feel good <laughs> yeah <laughs> um. Specs up the line. Spec ops the line could probably fit in that too. Where you're not, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the villain, but you're also very much not the good guy. Right. So um, I can't think of a villain I agree with offhand, though. Yeah, I think it's hard to to. Uh, I think in a lot of cases, video game villains aren't necessarily as. Um, There's not much nuance. Right, and yeah. you're not getting as much of the motives other than they're the bad guy a lot of right. the time. So I, I think I'm thinking it, I, of TV shows in my head. Right. Like, um, so I think it can be kind of challenging to right. Video game villains, I think, in particular, are usually a lot more black and white. Right. And I think that's the problem. I keep thinking is not necessarily that I agree with the villain, but I agree that the hero was not in fact the hero. Right. Right. I think it might be easier to you kind to, of were the villain, to, and yeah. so that's it's identifying that around, with them. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and I think I don't think that it, villains aren't necessarily meant to agree with what they're doing as much as you want a villain that you can be just sympathetic enough to that you can like care yeah like you don't agree with what they're doing but you understand why they're doing it which Mm -hmm. is not the same thing but that's what makes a villain interesting is that was black panther for me is like Mm. he is not he's not a good guy and he is doing He's doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Yeah, that's the it's the intentions yeah. that are yeah. Um 
If that's what I was thinking, I was. So like, I guess maybe that is that's a villain that I agree with. There you go. He's doing the wrong things for the right reasons. For the right reasons, yeah. He he's he's got a point. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> so but there's like that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, when I read this question, I was like, dang, you know, because I know recently I was watching a show and I cannot remember what it was. It was a show or a movie where I was like sitting here and listening to like the villain give the explanation of why they're doing this right. thing, and I was like. Oh dang! Like oh, yeah. shoot! They're mm-hmm. right. Like you know, they they have a point. It's actually <laughs> it's actually kind of a, a weird thing for me that happens a lot with popular TV and, and video games to some degree. It's nice that my political opinions are so far to one direction, right? That it makes sometimes makes mm-hmm. watching TV. I'm like, these are the good guys. I'm like, hmm, but are they? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I will say I'm gonna let my anime come out a little bit, but um. I've been watching Code Geass, and I don't know if either of you have watched this before, but I've watched exactly one anime. You have? Oh, you know, I thought you were gonna say one episode of this. No, I was like, Whoa. one anime. Well, that's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, but this in this show, basically, it's a, it's a, it's a. There's a lot of colonialism. There's a lot of yeah. very explicit racism, and and this is in a this is in a fantasy setting. Like this, these events have not happened, but sure. they're they're. I mean, it takes place in Japan. But um, but it's about like a regime that took over the country, and now those people had to erase their their um, identity as Japanese. And so, um, there's a lot of like you know, there's there's a lot of political stuff around that. Yeah. It's like bad, like objectively bad. But uh, there are some characters that are sort of in the middle. They're not villains, but they're kind of like you know, nobody knows who anybody else is. In their masks or whatever, right? And so nobody knows who they're really fighting. Yeah, yeah. But so technically, there's a guy who's fighting the good guy, but in real life, they're friends. No, okay. So, um, um, but that guy, like his reasoning for things is, it's just like, man, I just like, I are you a good guy or a bad guy? <laughs> like you are fighting for the wrong side. Yeah, like yeah. there is a wrong side, and he's fighting for the wrong side. But it is to try and stop the fighting completely. Yeah, he's yeah. failing. But he's trying. I'm just like, oh, like that kind of complex character. That's just complicated. And that sort of thing is more like rather. I don't agree. It's more like I really have to think about yeah. what, how I view the situation, what I think would be the best idea. Not that I'd be an expert on that, but um, it's it's fun to be faced with a, a villain or a character that, um. That makes you question that kind of thing, and so that's that's sort of what I was just thinking of. Everyone should just go watch the Mitchell and Webb sketch. It's, are we the baddies? Just search for are we the baddies. <laughs> it'll 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 help. So, uh, let's see. Next, um, none of these are my show notes. There we go. <laughs> Next, uh, Eddie wants to know, and this is this is perfect. I'm glad we have I'm glad we have Vicky here today. Make a dating sim using four villains. <laughs> I wonder why we got that question. Well, because you play more dating sims than I do. That's true. I do. Um, what would be a name for a Bowser dating sim? Oh. And I actually one moment we have that the answer already is Bowser. I'm just looking for love. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> it would be like, I don't know. I feel like you got to make like a volcano joke or like a red hot love joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fire dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. But it's good. I just looking for love, I think is actually like the best Bowser line. looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> just looking for love. <laughs> um, so who, who would who would our villains be? Do do I guess that's the question is do dating sims have villains? I'm really. Have you? Or guys, are we dating villains? Have you guys? I don't. Yeah, are you dating villains? I guess they're. I guess you'd be dating villains. I guess that's fine. And I would go immediately dating go for Disney would villains. Would be pretty funny. 
I would immediately do Disney villains. Like I would date the crap out of yeah. Hades. From I Hercules. like the idea of like having so, to pick the best of the villains to date. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they they're gonna come in with some of their sympathetic like yeah. charisma and things. Like you'll you'll relate to me like you know that guy's kind of cool and he's hot, like, but, but also he kind of <laughs> likes to light things on fire. <laughs> so the problem with Hades though is Hades is voiced by James Wood and James Wood's terrible. Yeah. Well, we're just gonna pretend that that's not the case. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna pretend that uh, Hades is voiced instead by Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Excellent. Great. I'm in. So, um, okay, so we got Hades. I'm thinking, you know, if you played the game, what's that? Uh, Villainous, the board game. Yes, I have. Turn that into a dating sim. It's all oh, yeah. Captain Hook, Ursula, <clears throat> Maleficent, uh, Hades. There's all the good Disney villains are in that game. That's Just good. make that a dating sim. Jafar. Prince John. Jafar. Oh, yeah. I would not say? date Jafar. Prince John. Prince John. Prince John. Oh, Prince John. I don't it's think true. anyone wants to date Prince John. No, but it is fun to <laughs> have. He's got a lot of money. I mean, yeah. Would you be willing to put sometimes up with? Sometimes that is people's uh, motive. <laughs> you could get a wet, wet blanket yeah. for a bunch of money. I yeah. would. I, however many villains are in Villainous, that's that's how many I would make a dating sim. Villainous is pretty good too. If you haven't tried it out, it's, it's a great, great game. board game. Yeah, it's and beautiful for how uh, inexpensive it is. Yeah, yeah. The, it's like the, thirty five bucks. Yeah. I don't think it's very well balanced. The pieces and the card art are absolutely gorgeous. The yeah. second expansion is coming soon. I believe. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's good. Now that I know we all play Villainous, we shall get together and play Villainous. Yeah, let's play Villainous. Um, all right. Next up, Optimus Prime um, claim. So you you guys are all familiar with the the rush on Area Fifty One, yeah. right? Where oh yeah. Like I will be there. What 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 is it? Uh, how how what's the run called? You like Storm Area Fifty One? Yeah. No, the Naruto run. Oh, not, the Naruto yeah. run. Yeah. Or the that, Naruto run, or however. Whatever you that it. anime thing. Yeah. Anyway, we can dodge bullets, I guess. Yep. Um, when you run like that, it's science. Uh, sure. It's been officially canceled by Aww. the uh, guy who put it together. That's but sad. Optimus Prime is still pretty sure that that's just like a fault flag and that it is, in fact, still happening. Man, there's a place Someone's associated with this. There's a visitor center, like, in the desert that it's like, this is where it's happening at this date at this time. And I was talking to somebody, and they were like, I don't think anybody's going to show up. I was like, I think hundreds of people are going to show up. I mean, millions know about it. Someone's going to get shot. <laughs> that's what I, I'm... That'd be a very strange time. I I love the meme. I don't want anyone to get hurt. See, I think <laughs> I that's the problem. The is, is like I think it's funny, but I also Until know that it's not anymore. Yeah, I think that there's enough unstable people in this world that you maybe should not convince people. Yeah, to Yeah, that might right. be why I got try and run at a highly it's, secured military base. It's a pretty simple equation yeah. when you break it down. What would happen? Um, yeah. and it's not good. So the question: What are you guys hoping to find when you storm Area Fifty One? Is bullets. <laughs> no, it's In secrets. No, you don't Swiss hope cheese. to find that. You're hoping Otherwise, to find you're just that? fooling Dylan's yourself. Dylan's a sociopath. Maybe no one ever You're fooling God. yourself if you're looking for anything else. That's yeah. what I am saying. You're not going to find nothing. You're not going to find nothing. Hope is fooling yourself. You ain't going to find nothing. <laughs> All right, what are you going to find, Vicky? Secrets. I don't know what they are, but There's I'm going to find them. I'm going to Velma my way through that whole base. Are there going to be aliens? Scooby-Doo it out. There's going to be aliens. There's going to be... Dinosaurs, I j- I know there is. There's gonna be um, the dinosaurs is a twist. It lizard might be people. More interesting than my answer, but there's gonna be lizard people for sure. And uh, I think I'm going to find the um, the frozen brain of Albert Einstein. Actually, I know where that is, and it's not in Area 51. It does exist though. <laughs> I don't think it does. I think it's lost. Oh, they lose it. I think it's been lost it's not for a lost. while. It's, it's in Area 51. 51. Mm-hmm. Is Walt Disney's head there on. too? Oh, for sure. Of course, yeah, definitely. Um. Two things. And so is Marilyn Monroe's. 
That makes sense. <laughs> Two things. Um, one, I greatly enjoy the use of the word Velma as a verb. That, <laughs> that's good. Also, Scooby Doo's 50th anniversary was this weekend, and I love Scooby Doo so it much. It was the same. It was the same. You know, rough time frame as Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. So, which was also a full moon. It's just a magical time. Gosh. I love Scooby Doo. I love Scooby Doo. There's no aliens at Area 51. There's aliens. Okay. There's aliens and dinosaurs and so, lizard people and frozen heads. That's what you're going to find at Area 51. Mm-hmm. And probably also some like Lockheed Martin skunks were stuff. Oh, yeah. But, some other random cool yeah. stuff. No, it's just airplanes. All the things in National Treasure, they all ended up at Area 51. <laughs> They're there too. Area 51 <laughs> is actually just that warehouse you see in uh, the end of Indiana Jones. Plus and yeah, just boxes, boxes full of aliens. Yeah. So, all right, works. <laughs> Uh, I uh, oh that spaceship from I could do this all day that spaceship from that one movie with Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum <laughs> what is that one called Independence Day that spaceship is in there too <laughs> that one's science Jeff Goldblum said it was there anyway okay, now I'm done <laughs> next question turn down for what wants to know what video game world would you like to live and work in your chosen job would have a direct interaction with one of the characters how would you imagine the interaction to play out and then how would your conversation about your day with friends or family go at the end of the day now I I think Dylan had a good complex. answer for this, I want to say. No? Dylan's looking confused. I remember there being a good answer for this one, but I do not remember what it was. I uh, have thought long and hard about this. And? World of Warcraft. Of course. I, of course it is. It's one of my favorite <laughs> games. It, there's, I mean, it's an open world game. It could be literally anything I want. I could, I could be an adventurer like I play right now as I play the game, or I could just be the lady who walks around selling bread in the maiden cities. I uh, I think that's great. I like I like your ambition to get into to that. Yeah, I changed my mind. Yeah, it's Stardew Valley. I live in Stardew. Those Valley. aren't functionally that different, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Stardew I know, Valley is just a it's fight. calmer. There's just less like killing things. I feel like it's less dangerous, and there's it's less dangerous. Yeah, it's 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 World of Warcraft with just less murder and so, more farming and more farming. Yeah. yeah, and then I would I don't know my interaction would be I would marry one of the characters. It would be Elliot. I've um. I've met some people who farm for a living, and it sounds really hard. That's why I want to do it the games version, where it's like you walk up, and you're just like, seeds in ground, I'm done. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I, the person who actually had a really good idea of this was actually uh, Mansox in our Discord, and he said Roller Coaster Tycoon, which <gasps> I think is awesome. That would be awesome. It's a great idea, right? Any of the Tycoon games, I yeah. think, would be fantastic. Um, Let me see. What would I want to be in? What video game... How about, uh, like, maybe not exactly Wing Commander Privateer, but I, I love the idea of, like, getting a spaceship and, you know, getting some cargo and taking it somewhere, maybe doing a little smuggling yeah. on the side. And, uh, sea of Thieves would be fun. Yeah, like Speaking Sea of Thieves. Of smuggling. Yeah, yeah, you know, the idea of just something that I cannot do in, in right. real life. Like, yeah. I think it'd be really cool to, to just be a, a guy who flies a spaceship around doing some legal right. stuff, doing some illegal stuff. Good. I, I'm on solo, really. Right. When I think about Stardew Valley, the, the big thing behind it was while I was playing the game, I was like, oh, my God, I wish this was my real life. Like, yeah. I wish all I did was I just took care of my farm and I had my chickens and my dog and I go adventuring and I give presents to nice people. Like, I wish this was my life. And then I thought about it and I was like, this is not how farming really works. I just wish my, like, <laughs> my uncle gave me a house. That's really what That's, I want. I just want real estate. Just, yeah. Screw the rest of the game. I just want the five minutes. The first five minutes. I've got a cool cave to go right? screw grow, around in. Grow mushrooms in if you're in my yeah. case. You chose to yeah. grow mushrooms. So. Be good. 
Uh, Minecraft would be good. Like, you might just one day find a diamond. That'd be dope. That'd be, or a whole bunch of them. Or a whole bunch or, of them. Or, you know, you fall in a lava pit and, and then die. you just wake up in bed. That is true. That is true. Kind of a terrifying A game with a there. good, like, come back a life loop is, is mm-hmm. a good idea. Um, yes. <laughs> if you've ever, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the book. I think it's called Mog World, I want to say. It's written by... Um, the do you know who Yahtzee Crenshaw is? No. So Yahtzee Crenshaw, it well, you know the phrase PC Master Race? Oh. Everyone yes. does. <laughs> Yahtzee Crenshaw is the guy who created the term PC Master Race. Got so it. he works for um oh, some video game place. Um Is it like a developer or like a no, news? It, it, it's a it's a news site. Okay. Um I just can't IGN-esque it. or like games. Yeah, like, like that. that. Um okay. Uh, he does the zero punctuation uh, for The Escapist. So The okay, Escapist is the website. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote a book called Mog World, and it's about a guy who um, finds out that he's a character inside of a essentially World of Warcraft game. Um, Fascinating. It's, it, which is, I, it was probably a bit of a spoiler, but I've talked about it here on it before. It's actually yeah. really good. It's called Mog World. I think and, I may read it. But that's what they, they find out is they die and they come back to life. Right. Um, it's, like, uh... <laughs> it's good. It's good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm going to read that one. I would, I would highly recommend it. Um, we didn't really see. talk at all about the interactions that we would have with characters in that game. And I, except I said I You're would You're going to date Elliot. some folk. I'm yeah. going to. Yeah, Nothing I'm going to date everybody. Nothing wrong with that. And I'm going to Play the field. Elliot. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And date everybody. I was just going to live alone in my spaceship. <laughs> I'm going to date nobody. Um, let's see. Uh, this is a great question from Josh. He put this in mm-hmm. Discord. I thought this was really cool. Mm-hmm. He, uh, We've always wanted to talk. Let's see. I'm sorry. We were always told to talk with our wallets when we support or choose not to support a game. How do you support the developers and their families uh, and their hard work and amazing talent that create these wonderful games but also speak out and raise awareness to industry pra- practices that poison the water? Um I think actually a really good way to do this. I think about this a lot. Um, uh, most creators of games have social media or they create things on their own that aren't through developers or, pub- or publishers or whatever. And these, these creators are, they, they just exist away from that. Support them there. Go, you know, if they have a personal Patreon, support them there. If they have... Um, I mean, and it's okay to buy the game. Like, it's still supporting them to get this game. Yep. They they made it. They're you're in, in increasing their ability to be hired later. Um, but I mean, retweet their art or follow them on Instagram. Talk about them with your friends. Whatever. I, those things, while they seem very small, they stack up very quickly in terms of um, getting their ability to do things on their own if yep. they would want to. So, I think it's. It's almost a question that is different between AAA game creators mm-hmm. and indie I'm creators. I'm thinking indie in yeah. my head. But but I don't think that that's necessarily – I think what you're saying is actually very applicable to people that work at AAA places too. Right. They I'm, also have I'm so shocked at how many people accounts. have personal accounts where they share art and share cool things all the time. And also I'm like, oh, my God, you work at Ubisoft as a senior game blah, 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 blah. I'm like – and you're – all self-critical and sad on your Twitter because you're not sure if the stuff you do is good enough. I'm like, oh my gosh, your stuff's amazing. Right. I, you know, I think that imposter syndrome is real. And if you really want to make someone's, I, I, I'm a big fan of two things is exactly what you just said is follow, share, reshare, Mm -hmm. say you love things. But also, especially for indie games, um, if you, 
like an indie game, send an email, not a tweet, um, uh-huh. but an email yeah, to yeah, them yeah. and say, this game was great and it touched me in this way or yeah. moved me in this way. I've done it a couple times and they're always so happy. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I think for AAA games, I think you're right. You have to buy the game. If a game is interesting to you and it looks fun, even if you know that there are bad actors at that studio, like, I mean, I still bought Red Dead Redemption even though I know Rockstar is a mess. Right. Um, also, I mean, there's, I mean, robbing yourself of the experience, while it seems noble, I don't think it actually makes no a difference. Even if, million, if like tons of people do, all you're doing is now that studio has to decrease and they're going to let these people go. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it's these people's livelihood. And it's a often, deli- this is a delicate It's super delicate. Situation, so. um, and often sales numbers are directly tied to whether these people get bonuses or not. Mm-hmm. So... You know, Buying not, the game is still a good way to it's help. It's still a good way to game help. Even though you're also helping the people you don't want to, you are you are helping the people you do. Yep. The final thing I would say is support video game unions mm-hmm. um, because they are literally the only thing that are going to change this. There Gamers is nothing unite. else that will solve these problems than a union in video mm-hmm. games. A a video game company is never going to fix them this, fix this themselves because it's how they make money. Um, support unions everywhere. They are the only way that people can protect oh, themselves yeah. from predatory employers. So um, I think Gamers United is the big one. That's yep. Yeah, uh, Games think? Unite. I Games believe, Unite. I think is Games the... Unite. Something along those lines. I wish I could remember. I'm trying to look it up, but my phone is not yep. cooperating. But I, I, Game I'm... Workers Unite. Game that's Workers Unite. Game there Workers you go. Unite. Um, they are already a recognized union in England, in the UK, and. One other country, I think, in the Europe somewhere, they are not a recognized union here in the United States, but they 100% should be. So someone needs to hop on that boat and, and unionize a workplace because I think, um, like you've seen in publishing over the mm-hmm. last two or three years, um, Gawker unionized, and now a lot of newsrooms are unionized. I think right. It's, it's a great thing. Which is so. wonderful. And uh, just in the uh, spirit of this conversation, a wonderful AAA artist that I follow on Twitter is, uh, I really hope I'm saying her name right, but on Dong. And she is a, a like concept artist for Overwatch. She's oh, made a lot cool. of character designs and she is super awesome to follow on Twitter. It's uh, A-N-H on dangerous at on dangerous. God, that's a great name. I know. And uh, yeah, highly recommend checking her out. She's great. She shows up at events and she'll do, she'll make signs for people at like esports events and stuff like that's that. That's really cool. Really neat. Check her out. There's there's my little piece of throwing out um, a dev. Also, Scott Benson of Night in the Woods yeah, he's is fun. super fun to follow on Twitter at Bombsfall. <laughs> you might want to hope you have kind of lefty politics for you. Yes, him. yeah, yeah. Um, ben Nicholas, uh, Belgian Boolean on Twitter, is a, I think he's a senior artist for Ubisoft, a senior concept artist for, for Ubisoft. And he is not only posts amazing artwork of his own that is really good, but he has an art share roughly once a week where he just encourages mm-hmm. um, other artists to post to his and then he, he reshares them. And so you can right. get a bajillion amazing artists to, to follow on Twitter. So support those people. They're all. Find game- the individuals in the games that you like that, that are the driving force behind what you liked about them. Yep. Follow them. They're pay attention to them and what they're doing. That's a good way to start. Yep. And as uh, Will Wheaton says, don't be a dick because being a gamer, horrible mm. gamer person um, just makes their lives harder. So oh, yeah. Don't do that. Final question. Um, I am incredibly unqualified to answer this question. Okay, cool. Um, what is your, this is from Mansox. 
What is your favorite horror movie? So unfortunately, I'm also super. Dang. <laughs> I do not watch horror movies. I'm either. a big old Freddy cat. Yeah. I do um, not deny. I, actually, I do have an answer. Okay. Um, John Carpenter is the thing. And here's the reason. <laughs> because last year, I went to Portland with my friend. And on the drive down, we were looking up stuff to do. We had no idea what we were going to do. Sure. We looked up this um, little theater. I believe it was called Funhouse Lounge for anybody who's nice. in the Portland area. Um, and they did... The, the the show on that night was the thing John Carpenter's the thing a stage parody where oh, they fun. line for line performed the whole movie on stage but with these like ridiculous costumes it's a bunch of comedians that's and they're fun. like ridiculous costumes like it's just a hilarious movie when you put it on a stage that's really fun so um that is why I like the thing now <laughs> yeah because now when I watch the movie I just think of the, the comedy <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm not a big horror movie person um my wife hates horror movies so I don't watch a lot of them um I get truly terrified yeah I really liked um 13 ghosts with Tony Shalhoub. Never even heard it's of really it. It's really good. I know Tony Shalhoub, but um, I do not know 13, 13 Ghosts, Ghosts is good. Um, I liked the first Saw movie I thought was pretty good. Um, but I've never seen any of the, like, I've never seen a Freddy Krueger movie. I've never seen I've a never Jason even, movie. I haven't I've never seen, seen, like, the Michael classics movie. or anything. Except The Thing, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> The Thing. I've just never seen any of those very classic um, paranormal. What about like Aliens? I would count Aliens as a horror movie. It's got a lot of horror elements. Is because because Alien is a sci-fi movie. Alien, sorry, that's the one is, I'm thinking of. Well, I can never remember which one's which. I think Aliens is the horror movie. I think. What? I don't know. I've so Alien. <laughs> the, one with, the one with um. No, I mean that's what I'm saying. I mean Alien and Aliens, right? Alien right. is the first one. Aliens is the second one. Which is the worst. One is a sci-fi movie and one's a horror movie. And I can never remember which one's which. I've only ever seen Aliens. I think it's Alien is the. First one. It is. There's only one yeah. alien. But it's a sci-fi <laughs> movie, yeah. right? And the second yeah. one's more horror. Yeah, but it was still very horror. Yeah. For the, for I don't the first know. movie. I've only seen the second one. It's, it's good. Scary. It's scary. Yeah. I uh, have seen it. So I will say I've watched Paranormal Activity is really good. God, I would never watch Paranormal um, Activity. It would freak me out way too much. It's hard. not terrible. It's it's kind of like, did you ever see, like, I think the Blair Witch Project's pretty good too. I haven't seen that, but um, I, I do intend to. Yeah. It's. Uh, I also intend to see Jordan Peele's work. Yeah. I haven't yet, but. Man, I saw the trailer to to us, and it terrified me. I haven't so, seen any of the trailers uh, either. Boy, I cannot sleep for days yeah, after that. That's, and that's, I'm not exaggerating. My wife Brooke always says that if she watches a horror movie, she has to watch a horror movie and then like three Disney movies. Yep. So if we if we watch a horror movie, we have to start at like nine a.m. That'll be another another watch party. Perfect. We, I would do the same exact thing. We'll, we'll watch <laughs> we'll watch us, and then we'll watch one of my collection of Disney movies, right? <laughs> or several. Or several. Um. Perfect. And then um, I feel like was there? Oh, my very favorite Disney movie would be a uh, Scooby Doo and the Witch's Curse. That's not a Disney movie. Not Disney. I meant horror. <laughs> my favorite horror movie is a uh, Scooby Doo and the good. Witch's Curse. I- I couldn't. The Hex it. Girls are amazing. God, the Hex Girls are amazing. <laughs> they really are. Um, the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo is very good. Vincent Price is in it. Like there is. A, it's a series called The Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Oh my god, that's yeah, good. I did not know that. Love Scooby Doo so much. I also love Scooby Doo so much. When my wife was uh, pregnant with our child and giving birth, I picked up uh, like it wasn't. She wasn't like in labor. Uh-huh. I didn't stop at the store on the way, but uh, <laughs> she she was induced. And uh, I stopped and bought the second season of Scooby Doo on the way to the hospital yes. because she, she's going to be real busy, right. and I need something to do. And I watched a lot of Scooby Doo that Scooby-Doo. day. She was in labor for like twenty five hours. I I watched it a lot. Different horror movie right there. Wow, mostly for her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that is our questions. Thank you to everyone that sent questions. 
Um, there's not much in the way of cheap free games this week, um, which is okay. Uh, Epic Store has a game that's free right now, but by the time this airs, it's probably not going to be free anymore. Is this the same one that was last week? Yeah. yeah that I, one's still going. I don't remember what it's one. called. It was like a, I want to say it was like a, a Cthulhu-ish yeah. kind of game. Yeah. Um, I got it. The Epic Store has not announced their next game. Which they're is just, unusual. Yeah. Well, they're teasing it. It's got it's got Batman on it. So there's huh. some sort of Batman game coming out 919. So it could be a lot of things. It could be like one of the Arkham games. Which are amazing. I've never played any of them, so I hear. Yeah, they are amazing. It could be Lego Batman. It could Which would be. <laughs> it could be. Um, uh, it could be the Telltale Batman games. Although I don't think Telltale has the license for that anymore, so that may be a game you can't buy right now. But hmm. but maybe it's coming back. Like I was just gonna say, if Telltale they're... just got bought out by a bunch of. Uh, I'm gonna try and revive that. Studio. Yeah, got bought out by a bunch of investors. So maybe. Hopefully Maybe Telltale's Batman's better. coming back out. Wow. And uh, it'll go well this time. I don't know. I, I, I know. I, I wonder if it is possible to do episodic content and not treat your workers like crap. I don't know. I don't know if it's possible. I want it so to be. It's so unfortunate because those games are fantastic. What you have to do is you have to do your episodic content like um, Kentucky Route Zero, which I've been waiting for episode five of Kentucky Route Zero. I've never played the series. I right. hear it's absolutely fantastic. But it's a five-part series, and part five has been coming out now for like two and a half years. I'm just going to say really quick, people would still be excited about Half-Life 3. Yeah. No. Um... Bro. They would get it, even if it wasn't like they didn't care that much about what was in the game. They've been hyping it up for so long. I think long. the problem with Half-Life 3 is I don't think there's any way you can meet expectations. That is why they're not making one. I yeah. read an interview. That's yeah. why they're not I, I, I mean, I honestly think that's true. So, all right. Well, let's wrap this this show on the, you know, we'll, we'll wrap, wrap it up. Wrap this show on the road. We'll, that's literally what I just said. Mm-hmm. Like, let's make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> um I uh, thank you, Vicky, for filling in for Adam for the last couple of weeks. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, love doing it. Awesome. You can find us on uh, bitemepodcast.com, on all the socials at Bite Me Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, if you want to be on our Discord, you should go to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. If you want to be on our Extra Life team, which is actually slightly more important than our Discord, you should go to <laughs> bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. And uh, so, Dylan, like, you know how we end our show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dylan's not here to do it. Dylan walked out about 20 minutes ago because he bought a house full of asbestos and has to fix it or something. Well, and on so, my very first episode of Bite Me, which was a while ago. It's been a while, yeah. Um, I was actually filling in for Dylan. And Excellent. So you know how to do this. I, I have okay. a small amount of practice. I'm a little rusty, though. Go ahead. Bite Me. Very good.